Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Living. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Um, this is episode 15. Wow. Wowed. That's actually mad. I know, no. That's nearly four months we've been wow. in this. Damn. I know. Time has gone really quick. You're joined with Victoria. And Jasmine. Um, yeah. How was your <laughs> New Year's? It was very quiet. I just oh. stayed at home. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, every single year, I, I want to do something for New Year's. Mm. And then, just as the time comes, I'm just like, you know what? I'll just stay home. Fair dues. With Kyle. Oh. That's it. Yeah. But today, well, today, you know, this year she just went to bed. She went to bed like... Oh, she didn't stay uh, up? No. In, in like the previous years, I've stayed up with her throughout, throughout, through the countdown, but... She's, she's like, fuck this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I actually told See her, I was like, you know what, just go to bed. Oh. But, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I, don't, I wanted to speak about January blues. Like the way yeah. you, you came in, you just seemed yeah. very mellow. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this is like January blues. Mm. Not like that period after Christmas where mm. you're just... <clears throat> just feeling low, mm. a bit down, mm. your usual self. I feel like that is what I've gone through. Oh, wow. And I thought it would be a good time to talk about depression. Yeah, yeah. Um, just in general. Mm. So, like, a lot of people, they go through different symptoms. Mm. We know that. So, like... um. Some people lose weight, some people put on, mm. some people are always sleeping, some people can't sleep at all. Mm. Um, so I just wanted to ask, mm. like, what, what were your primary mm. symptoms? Or what's your most significant symptoms, would you um, say, when you were going through it? I think locking myself, I say locking myself, but always being in the room with darkness. I do that mm. anyways now, and it's kind of therapeutic for me, but like not being in a room with darkness, but always staying indoors. Mm. Like always, like if I if I was asked out to go out with my friends, I'd be like, no, nah, I've got like plans or whatever, and I'll just stay yeah. indoors. Um, either sleeping too much mm. or not sleeping at all because like my thoughts are keeping me awake. Yeah. Um, not eating, mm. um, eating like less, like just not wanting to even go downstairs to see my family because you just feel like I've let them down sort of mm. thing. Um, and then if they see you, they're like, oh, what's wrong with you? And it's like, you don't even want to have the conversation. So yeah. just avoid eating in general. Yeah. And then when I, when I did used to eat at those times, it would be like really bad food, like pizza, Mm. Because it would be easier to yeah, because you, you don't even you don't even have the energy or mm, time to cook. To cook. Yeah. So you're just like whatever's yeah, quicky, quick and easy. Sorry, was well, um, yeah, just not taking care of myself, mm. not even thinking that there could be that there's any positives. Mm. I think that's what I know. Yeah, yeah, those are symptoms for me. Yeah, I'd say pretty much the same. Mm. I'd say. The biggest ones for me were, I would take, it would take me like a good maybe hour, two hours to fall asleep. Mm. And when I did fall asleep, I could sleep for hours Mm. and I'd still wake up tired. Mm. I never had energy. There was days I didn't, I I couldn't even get up. I physically could not get up out of my bed. Um, 
like you said, <clears throat> just don't want to cook. Mm. I was thinking, fuck that. I think, luckily, I did have Kyra. So it's like mm. I, I had stuff, I, I knew I had to do certain yeah, things. Yeah. So it's like I would cook, but I wouldn't eat as much, or mm. I wouldn't eat, or I would always go for fast food. Um, yeah, definitely isolated myself, avoiding like my friends, mm. family. Like I would take long to respond to my mm. friends. It's but so bad. It sounds mm. so bad, but no, yeah, but it's, it's yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say last week when I said make more of an effort with my friends because sometimes mm. when I'm going through a lot of things, I don't want to see people. Yeah, and like, I say this thing to myself: I see them when I'm better. I see them when yeah. I feel happier. Mm. But you, and then I'm just like, my mood doesn't even feel like it's going to be changing. So it's like, get with it, Vic, and just like go see your friends. Like, just, yeah. I feel like sometimes, sometimes I feel like I'm fake because I feel like when I see people or go to dinners and stuff, I feel like I'm putting on, especially when, yeah. I'm, when I'm depressed or I feel like my anxiety is at its highest. Mm. I feel like I'm putting on face. But this this is why people say, I can't believe you, mm. you had depression mm. because... You know, you're so happy all the time. That's that's mm. where it comes from because but, you get so good at putting on a mask. Mm. But I feel like I used to I used to go through that a lot when I was younger. Mm. More so because I was hanging around people who kind of in heightened me feeling awful. Anyways, oh, okay. but like now when I'm when I see my friends, it doesn't feel like I'm putting on a face. Obviously, there are days where I'm just like I'd rather be at home. Yeah, but I don't. Feel, I just feel like I'm being myself. You're being and yourself. I'm yeah. lucky to have friends where I'm just like. I don't even feel that good today, and they're, and they're like, "Me too, bitch." <laughs> so I'm just like, "Hey, let's just let's just let's just take it easy. Let's just yeah. be chill." Um, but um, I think there's it, it's it's what's funny is when I used to put on face, and like after a dinner or whatnot, I would get home and I'd be knackered. Mm. I'd be so tired, and it's just because I'm exhausting. My, my jaw would be probably- aching. <laughs> Because I've just been fake for like three hours. Mm. Like, it's so wild. But yeah, as, as you said, that's why people are just like, I can't believe that you were depressed. I can't believe. Mm. Because you put on this face and then even on social media, yeah. Instagram stories, you're only, you're only appearing yeah. on there. Out of the 24 hours of the day, you're only appearing on there when you're happy. Yeah. So then people will assume you're happy all the time. Mm-hmm. Wild. I know. I know. It's, it's so bad. Um... Yeah, I feel like it's the same with me. I I'm able to present mm. myself as very like strong, level-headed, mm. happy, content, mm. but inside it's a totally different story. Mm. Like I'm barely ever content. It's mm. like I would set myself a goal, I would achieve it, but mm. then I'm like, oh, but it could be better. Like I'm always telling myself, oh, you should be doing better. You should be doing mm. better. But I don't actually say, oh, Jasmine, you've done well because you've done this or done that. Mm. Like I'm so hard on myself. And I feel like, I don't know if it's a symptom or product of my depression. Mm. So it's like I'd put myself down or I'd feel like, oh, you're useless kind mm. of thing. That's what I tell myself. Um, and those aren't even true. Like, it's just, mm. it's it's definitely you putting a lot of pressure on yourself. Yeah. And I think we do that a lot. And 
you should definitely take time to be like, hey, mm. here are all the things I've done. And these are worth celebrating. Yeah. Because I think sometimes we don't celebrate our goals because we think, you know, so-and-so's done that when they were 22 yeah. or whatnot, or I don't know. Like, you just, you don't think that you're worth celebrating. Yeah, you but start you, you comparing yourself. Are, yeah, exactly. Mm. You definitely are. Thank you, Vic. Um, so how, oh, what's I going to say? So how do you, like, how do you get yourself ready for the year ahead? Mm. Because for me, I think a big part of my January blues is, obviously the lead up to Christmas is so extensive. Like Christmas, mm. you start seeing stuff about it in October. Mm. So you're leading up to Christmas, obviously things at work is, you know, people start going out more, more annual leave, mm. um, Christmas dues, Christmas, 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 Christmas comes, mm. happy new year, back to the grand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's so it is very, sudden. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's like, I don't know how to prepare myself for the new year now. Mm. Like I'm like, what what do I do? And people have mentioned vision boards. Have you ever? Yeah, I've got. Have I've, you done? Is it? Yeah, have I've you got done one? one? How do you I've, how do you do it? One, I mean, one. like what what? Yeah. Sorry, I'm, <laughs> I'm like trying to get the words up. Mine's my my phone background, like the top bit. Oh, is it? Oh. The, the, oh, you made a digital one. Yeah. The, ignore the bottom bit. The bottom the bottom bit is a project I'm working on, but it's just oh, reminding me. Bit. The top bit is the vision board. Oh. It's literally just basic goals like wanting to buy a house, mm. um, my driving, like learn how to drive. And like, I think, do I have, obviously I have a bigger one at home. Oh, okay. Um, like the bigger one at home has stuff like, you know, work on your mental health mm. and stuff like that. But um, I think those things, and I've got like pictures and like, it just reminds me that, um, that, I don't think I'm going to have it for the whole year. Just It's just for a few weeks just yeah. to kind of remind myself that these are the things you should work towards. Mm. And by the same time, don't pressure yourself because we're only like five days in. And like the other day, was it yesterday? No, maybe two days ago. I just felt very down. Is it? And I felt guilty for, for feeling down mm. because I felt... It's the new year. Like I'm supposed to be happy. I'm supposed to be. Yeah. I'm supposed to be feeling great because it's. The new, and sometimes you, sometimes it's like you can't get rid of depression. Like you can't just because it's a new year doesn't mean you're gonna feel great. Mm. Doesn't mean there's doesn't always be, happen. That do you know what I mean? Sometimes sometimes I like feel like oh it's the new year so I'm gonna magically be happy again. Yeah. Or magically be non depressed or whatever. But it's just like it doesn't work like that. You just have to kind of work around it. But yeah, the other day, I kind of felt like I was a failure. Wow. Like, why? I don't know. I hope I don't cry. But like, yeah. I probably felt like it, like, oh, man. Oh, Vicky. <laughs> don't cry. Oh, God. Um, yeah, like, I just felt like I've let my parents down. I just felt like I've not done enough. Oh, Vicky. And it's like... Obviously, that's stupid because I am doing things like I don't know. You're doing you're doing amazing. Mm. That's the thing that's wild is that you like when I think of like who I would like to be. Like you're one of my role models. Do you know what I mean? Like so, it's so crazy to me that that's how you feel. 
that you have a very good job. Like if you think, like when I think about like your story, I just think it's amazing. Like when we was at uni and you said, you know, I want to be a journalist. I want to be working for this place. I want to be doing this. And you've, you've got there, you've done it. And you have so, so, what's the, how's the phrase? I was about to say so much journey to go, but I don't think that's good English. (laughs) But it's like, your, your trajectory is Mm. literally going to go sky high. Like you're already doing so much good things. And I've told you this already, like Mm. even more for the community as well. Like you've put a lot of people on the map. You've written a lot of amazing articles you've done so well and you know you look after your family like you're you're doing amazing Mm. and you're so close to achieving goals Mm. like you know your saving goals your flat all of that stuff you're so close so it's oh it it really Mm. makes me sad that you'd (laughs) say that oh god sorry no it's okay Oh my god! I just want that chesty feeling to go yeah. away. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. But I just kept feeling like, do you know what it is? It's like when you're a journalist, mm. it's like sometimes you're working on projects, and but when they don't see the light of day, when an article doesn't see the light of day, you feel like you've not done anything. Oh, okay. But when you're like, when you're a mechanic or whatever. Or your bus driver, the services you do the service. Yeah. You feel like you're fulfilling your job. Yeah, I don't. Sometimes I don't feel like that, or sometimes I can't present to you what I've done, or sometimes I feel like I can't. I can't say to my parents, "This is what I've done." Like I feel like it's still not enough, mm. and I sometimes I think, "Am I ever? Am I ever going to make them happy?" You feel like you feel like they're not happy. I don't know. I feel like if I talk to them, I feel like they, they probably would be. But like, I think it's the whole generation difference. So like, yeah, because you know they they got married when they were young, had kids mm. when they were young, and everything. And I'm they see me as like being old for what I'm doing. Oh. It's like staying at home is old for them. Mm. Not being married, not having kids, like. In their eyes, I'm really old. Wow. So the pressure is just... I think that added pressure with the pressure I put myself is colossal. Mm. Colossal. Colossal. No, no, no it's, it's, it's right. But, um, but yeah. The next day, I felt, fucking hell. Are you trying to finish yourself? <laughs> like, you can't put this much pressure on yourself. Yeah. I just keep saying to myself, keep, keep going. Like yeah. keep on going because I, as you said, I'm nearly there with certain goals. Yeah. I'm nearly there. Yeah, I think mm. the fact that you're aware that there is a generation mm. gap and that I guess even though obviously they're they're your family, mm. I, I guess it's still a culture difference. Yeah, yeah. because what's important mm. to you is not the same mm. thing as what's important mm. to them mm. or it's still important but the priorities are different Definitely. do you know what I mean mm. so I think it's it's good that you've mm. recognized that and I think you should always remember that whenever you're feeling that yeah, way right. just remember mm. okay mm. back then mm. things were different mm. 
It's so hard and because, like you said, remember, I don't know if it was last episode mm. or the episode before. Mm. You gotta protect yourself. You gotta get your shit together. <sighs> so that's the most important thing to mm. do, especially in this country. Mm. That's the thing that's crazy. Mm. When like my mom was born and growing up, mm. this country, it wasn't perfect, of course, but I feel like the pressure to be successful mm. and to earn a certain amount of money mm. was a lot less. Mm. So Definitely. people were content with, you know, being in the same job mm. for 50 years. Mm. But now in our generation, it's like we're constantly thinking, how can we improve? How can we get better? How can we earn more money? Mm. And it's because of the the economy as well. Mm. 30 grand 10 years ago was an amazing amount of money mm. but now when you get offered 30, 30 grand for a job you're thinking okay i need 40 next but Quickly. that's the thing 30 grand for a job is amazing yeah it's still, but, it but still is it is but, but it just the money doesn't stretch it doesn't stretch it doesn't it's true yeah. it doesn't but i feel like 30 grand especially for someone under 20 like in their in their 20s yeah is great but because of the way the generation our generation is people are just like nah man we need to be getting we need to be getting bags like you need to be doing bits it's like mm-hmm. stop putting pressure on people everyone's saying multiple streams of income multiple st- and that's cool people? that's cool yeah it's all well and good but not everybody can do so and if everybody's doing that the money is not gonna go around if we're being honest <laughs> if everybody had a side hustle trust me the money would not be going around <laughs> it, it just wouldn't mm. we just have i think we just have to accept that everybody has their own journey Mm. to go on but i feel like especially on social media we feel like we must all do the same Mm. and all be at the same level Mm. and it's hard even for us like Mm. for me to see people doing certain things and i'm thinking oh like i could be doing that or i should be Mm. doing that like why am i not Mm pushing myself but it's like jasmine is that really your journey sometimes i've had to ask myself like do you want to do this because you actually feel like you want to do it or Mm. because you feel like you should be doing it Mm. so i think we need to try and be a bit more critical of of our thoughts as well Mm. but i saw this good quote the other day um crystal from the read podcast Mm -hmm. she put on her social media um, social media I sound like a journalist because I read articles by journalists and they're like so and so put on their social media and I'm just like okay which platform yeah and it, it's because they don't want to repeat they don't want to repeat the social network yeah, yeah. too much in the article anyways um, uh, she put on her Instagram stories talk to yourself the way you talk to your best friend mm. so when you're having voice thoughts like I'm not doing enough mm. I've not achieved anything I'm worthless because I get those thoughts I get those thoughts that I'm worthless a lot Mm. and I get these thoughts that I should just give up like with goals with with all the things I'm thinking of Mm. and then I saw that thing it said saw that quote it said talk to yourself as you talk to your best friend would you tell your best friend to give up yeah would you tell them to you have to be kind to yourself yeah would you tell them that they're worthless no you wouldn't And, and another thing I think sometimes, sometimes um, I think I, what's the word when you, you, I don't want to say I strive on compliments, 
But like, is it feedback or feedback? Yeah. But like, is it appraisal? Or I don't know what the word I'm looking for. I guess it's more. Is it validation? That's it. Validation. Yeah. yeah. I I realized that last year that I think I actually did for a long time. Did kind of thrive, not thrive, but like it helped me a lot, and it mm. kind of validated. Okay, I'm doing well because I'm getting validation. Yeah. Especially at my old job. When I'd, I'd, I'd be writing, I used to write more. Now I'm, now I'm editing more, but back then I used to write more. And it used to be more on black culture. And I'd have people being like, okay, this is great. I love this article. This is meaningful, blah, blah, blah. And it was like that kind of validation would make me feel like, okay, this is, I'm making yeah. an impact. But because I've taken on a different kind of role, I'm not doing that as much. Then it makes me feel like, am I... The validation is less, obviously. Yeah. Because yeah. of then, the nature of your role. And yeah. then I'll generally think like, I'm worthless. I'm, I don't have anything to give. And just all these stupid thoughts. I'm just like, oh, you're so dumb. Like, mm. obviously you're not worthless. Like, and then obviously it goes back into like childhood trauma and, and the way some people have treated me. Of course. It's, it always yeah. comes back to that. Mm. Mm. I, I think it's, you're right. I think it's a very good piece of advice. Like, mm. be kind to yourself. Mm. Like, yeah, talk to yourself as you would talk to your best friend. And, yeah, I guess be be critical as well. Like, mm. I think when we are feeling like that, it is important to, mm. to ask ourselves why. Mm. Because a lot of the time, our depression or anxiety is irrational. Mm. <clears throat> like, that's the whole nature of it. Like, sometimes there literally is no mm. trigger. Mm. Um, it just comes out of nowhere mm. And a lot of our feelings There might be Some kind of smoke mm. I guess with the fire But mm. The pressure Or the the level of significance That we're putting mm. On it Is not as much as we're yeah. We're making out Do you mm. know what I mean? Mm. And I feel like We need to be able to Deal with Why we think that way mm. And if it makes sense Yeah, yeah, yeah So that Like, like you said the next day you're like, what yeah. was I playing that kind of thing? Mm. But like, that's what I tell yeah. people like, when they have breakdowns, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Like, it's okay to have a day yeah. where you're just like, like, it's fine. Just mm. but, but, but make sure you can like, make sure that you don't stay in that mindset. Like, obviously, sometimes it's hard to get yourself, yeah. but you have hard to. Hard as hell. You really have to try and like, pick yourself up and just keep going. Mm. Um, I was going to say like, Following that point about validation, I'm trying my best not to hold validation so dearly. And like, because when people's like, oh, like, I love, I love what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, okay, cool. But I'm trying to see things differently because I feel like it's it's a bit unhealthy to kind of to just like make that my main source of Yeah. Contentment. Yeah. Mm. No, that's fair enough. Mm. Yeah, and I think once you do have that kind of mentality of, am I happy with this? Mm. And did I did I do the best that I could? Mm. And if you can say yes to both of those questions, mm. everyone else's opinion kind yeah. of doesn't matter. And, and I understand as well because they do say that people in the creative, um, like creative people, mm. they are usually <clears throat> they usually suffer from depression. Honestly, I feel like just January blues are just, mm. it's in the air. Sorry. Mm. No, it's cool. But yeah, I think following when I said, you know, stop stop waiting to be in a good mindset to holler at your friends. 
Mm. Just in general, like I need to stop waiting for things to be perfect. Yeah. To do things. Yeah. Like I have this project I want to work on. And then I'm like, okay, but I'll wait until I'm feeling my best. This is pretty much the best <laughs> it's gonna get. Like, like, come on, chop chop, like, let's go. Yeah. Um, and I love it when I see tweets on Twitter and they're like, Oh, that that project that you're thinking of starting, just do it. Mm. Like, I love when I see things like that. Um, I think someone else put I don't think I could ever tweet it. Because I know I'd be, I'd basically be in it, I'm, I'm being a hypocrite. <laughs> I know. But it's like, when I see it, I'm just like, ah, oh, yes. It touches but then those people, what's your project? I know. They got tweeted, what's your? I know. Please. I know. But it's true. <laughs> it's like, what are, we, what are you waiting on, really and truly? Yeah. Um, yeah, I just need to stop waiting for things to be perfect. Because that's why I did distance myself from certain people. Because I kept waiting for things, not even just my mental health to be perfect, but mm. like, there was a really bad time. But then again, it goes back to who were your friends? Yeah. Are they really your friends? Because I remember I had these friends where, like when we left uni, I had these friends who, it was like, okay, I've left uni now. I'm still working in retail, still worked at New Look. Mm. And they kind of looked down on me because they were all making like 25 grand. Yeah. Not sorry, sorry. They were making like 17 grand or whatever. And like, it looked like they were like the graduate's dream. Yeah. And I kind of felt like I didn't want to. I didn't want to keep seeing them because I kind of felt let down. I feel like I felt a bit ashamed. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me wait until I get a job and then I can start going out with my friends. I was like, but I look. I was yeah. looking back the other day. I was like, that's so wrong. That's yeah, so so wrong. Mm. Like that's why I'm so happy I have you as a friend because mm. when when we graduated, we were still boys. Like we were still yeah. talking. Like it's hard out here. We're still working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether we're working, blah blah blah. Yeah. But like I had some friends where it was like keeping up an image, like. I literally couldn't, I literally didn't want to see them because, yeah. and the, the the wildest thing was when I got onto the BuzzFeed Fellowship, Yeah, it took about three, four months for them to, they said I could, they, they gave me the okay, like three or four months before. Yeah. But then it was like, we're in limbo when you can start. Oh, okay. But you can't tell anyone. So mm. I was stressed. And plus, mm. obviously... I'm already a stressed human being anyway. Yeah. So that just made me stress. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. obviously I was trying to impress these friends and be like, look where I'm yeah. look where I'm working. So like a few weeks beforehand, um, the editor who had me on, who's a really, really good editor, he said to me, like, you know, it's gonna happen soon. We just can't mm. tell you when. I remember I said to my friends, Oh, I'm gonna have this really exciting uh opportunity soon. Mm. And they're like, Cool, 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 that sounds great, whatever. They didn't seem like that, 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 like, they didn't care. Yeah. When I told them that it was BuzzFeed, they just, like, were just guessing on me, whatever. And, yeah, I was like, oh, wow, like, they respect me now. Like, I felt good. I felt like, oh, my God. Then I quickly realised they're not my friends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Quickly, just like that. They're not my friends. Yeah. Quickly, just like that. Sometimes that's what it takes. Because you see how people react to Mm. you. When you're, it's that there's a quote, and it's like it's not about who's got you when you're up; it's mm. about who's got you when you're down. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Because it's it's very easy to be a good friend to someone who's in a good place, but what about when you know society would see them as below you? Mm-hmm. How do you treat them? That's why sometimes when I tell people where I work mm. and I ask them where do you work. And they go, oh, no, it's nothing big. Like, I just work at Tesco's or whatever. No. If you're area manager of Tesco's, mm. own it. 
Yeah. If you work at as, as a sales assistant at Tesco's, own it. If you if you work, so I met this guy once and and um, I interviewed him a long time ago. I saw him at the station. I said, "Oh, what are you doing now?" And he goes, oh, "I'm not on. I'm not on the, the levels you're on." Yeah. But I'd love to be a journalist. I said, "So what are you doing?" He goes, "I'm just working in London." Mm. I said, "What? What? Like, let me help you." Yeah. And then he was like, "Oh, um, I said, what are you doing in London?" Mm. And he was like, "I'm working in sales." And he was like embarrassed to say it. And it just took me back to how I, I, I used to be. Yeah, how but I used to feel. You don't, you don't know by you saying to me, I'm working in sales. I want to, or I'm working in retail and I want to get a job in journalism. You don't know that I might, I might have a plug for you. Yeah, of course. But you never voiced that. Mm. And it's just, it's just this idea that we're so ashamed sometimes. And I can't blame yeah. people. It's the way society it makes, it makes people feel like once you graduate, you must be in a successful job. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. And that reality, oof, when that reality far. hits you, my gosh. Honestly, mental health after uni, I think oh, that's, that's its own category mm. because it is insane. It's like the realisation, the realisation mm-hmm. when I realised, you know what, I spent how much money? Yeah. And they told me, mm-hmm. oh, I'm supposed to be getting a job mm-hmm. out of uni and I'm where? Yep. I'm working where? Yep. How much? Yep. Am I even doing what's related to my to my course that I was spent thirty grand to do? Boy, when that hits you, honestly, I could spin. It was so I, bad. I'm still spinning. <laughs> when, I, when SFE send me those those statements every year, do you know what? Yeah, I even need I could, them. I could turn. I need them to stop. Yeah, <laughs> I need them to stop sending me the letters saying, "Yeah, Victoria, you've paid." I just take just, my money. Just, just take my alone. my money in silence. Please. Do you remember that time when? I got my first full-time job and I called you up yeah. and I cried because of... Did I cry? Because of the, the tax. You cried, but you did... Yeah, you did say, Jasmine, something's not right. You <laughs> <laughs> was like, they shouldn't be taking this much. I, I thought I was going to buy a house. Yeah. When I saw the amount of tax, I think I even said to you, Jazz, I'm going to tell student loans to maybe reduce it. And I, I generally said, thought that they I said, could. I said, Vicky, you can't do... You can't do shit. You can't reduce it. You could pay them more, but you can't pay them less. Oh. But my depression after leaving uni was so bad mm. that my dad called me into his room and was like, you're depressed. You see? Like my, my Nigerian wow. dad. And he was like, and it's because you can't find a job. Mm. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my parents, they don't get it. But sometimes they do. They get it, yeah. And I think there was an element of, it wasn't just because I couldn't get a job. Mm. It was the element of, People are getting it's jobs. everything, yeah. It's everything. And like, you felt like you were behind. Yeah. And the way certain people will treat you because you weren't getting a job. Mm. The, the way people, like, boy, it's good to have good people around you. Yeah. And I, I always think, I, I will always think this, just because someone works in Tesco's or whatever, you never know where they're going to be next, mm. next year, next month. You never know. When someone starts as an intern, you treat them like shit, does it? I'm telling you, yeah. you're just doing yourself really and truly <laughs> because in five years' time, yeah. they're going to be an editor or they're going to be someone very senior. They're going to be someone mm. very influential. Yeah. People never stay People never stay mm. at the bottom. Yeah. People, you can only go up. Yeah, Do you know true. what I mean? But yeah, when my dad said that to me, I was just like, like... And I remember he said, like, you know, just, just... 
maybe try different um he was saying like try doing some courses to advance your skills yeah. like he was probably trying to give me proper advice i was like do you know what fair dues yeah um and my mum was like, what? my mum's been saying this for the, for the long, she was like, start your own magazine, start your own magazine. And this is when we, oh, yeah. me and Jasmine yeah. and a few other of our friends started our own magazine. Yeah, yeah. Or online magazine. And I can't lie, that helped me tremendously. Yeah, it helped a Into lot. getting into the media. Yeah. So shout out to my mum, because she was saying that for mm. the time. But yeah, that graduation depression is something else. Mm. Yes. It's, it's a crazy time because... Mm you feel especially with our degree like mm. we have degrees in journalism mm. so finding a job that pays because finding internships that's fine that's mm. that's 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 small fry mm. we found internships when we was in our last year mm. we did that but it's finding a job that actually pays yeah <laughs> after uni <clears throat> Forget about it. Yeah, for, just forget it because it just doesn't. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. Just it just didn't come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we ended up taking like just like other admin mm-hmm. jobs in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was working in customer service. Vic was in admin, mm-hmm. and then yeah, you're seeing everybody else. Mm-hmm. They're securing this job, this graduate job at this bank, and. This, that, and the other, and you're just thinking, did I even do the right course? Mm. Should I and should I have really done ge- journalism? I kept thinking that I was like, I should yeah. study finance. Yeah, yeah. And I, I started thinking the same thing. Yeah, I should have done economics. Yeah, uh, me doing economics. Could you imagine? Yeah, I would be crying. That's what I kept saying to my, my dad. I should have done law, and I said, Yeah, you should have done law. <laughs> my dad was so even I didn't insult into yeah. you. My dad was like, Yeah, but. Honestly, I, but then I kept thinking to myself, no, I shouldn't have done law because mm. I don't, Yeah, I, I'm not passionate about it. I've yeah. never once in my yeah, life exactly. thought. But then I keep thinking to myself, maybe it's, maybe it's like, maybe I could have done law. Yeah. Maybe I am, I do have the smarts for it. Yeah. I loved law in college. I never studied it. Yeah, I studied law in college. I, could, I, could I literally, I did something, I did very, not I wouldn't say well-rounded, but I picked a course mm. for like different career paths. Okay. So like I did English language, media, mm. law. Um, I did Spanish for the first year, but I dropped it in the second year. So it's like I was thinking, oh, like potentially, you know, there's room to go into law. Mm. But I always had that journalism in mm. me. Like I, I knew I wanted to be a journalist from when I was like 10. Mm. A sports journalist came and spoke at my primary school and I was like I want to do this but for music mm. but now I'm here I'm just like no would you I, be one still I, I don't think I'd be a music journalist no what what about what about radio DJ I wouldn't mind doing that to be honest why do you do some courses is there courses on deep being a DJ yeah absolutely radio DJ or just DJ so I've seen one on being yeah. like oh, have I seen a radio DJ well like you know like those private black ones uh, I've seen them do okay. courses before. I remember one did one for like a hundred pounds. Really? Yeah, I've seen, yeah. I, I, I remember it. back in the day as well. Like Kiss FM used to do some. It was it was really good. Mm. They used to do like a media day mm. for, I think it was under sixteens or under eighteens, mm. and I went there about two or three times. And like you met the DJs there. Like I met Ricky mm. and Melvin, a few other DJs. Mm. 
they taught me how to DJ and scratch. Oh, I don't remember shit now, <laughs> but they taught us how to do that. They did like a, like I did like a, a radio recording with Ricky and Melvin. I met Bashi. Um, there was, it, it was so good. And I'm mm. like, why is there nothing like this now? Mm. I haven't seen it anyway, but I feel like something like that now would be amazing. It would be so good. Yeah, definitely open up a lot of doors. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would I would, I would look into that actually. Mm. But yeah, I, this podcast is saving me honestly. Like it it gives me something to look forward to yeah. every week mm. because I feel like if I was not doing this, mm. I, I think I would be in a bad place. I, mm. I genuinely do because it's like now I'm on the cusp, but you know I'm being brought up. Like I'm able to get myself out of that mindset now yeah. but i think if if i wasn't doing this podcast especially as of recent mm. i think i'd really be struggling mm. honestly I that. <laughs> um a few weeks ago we had a question for someone for us to talk about christianity and mental mm. health i'm not a good person to speak about christianity mm. or you could just say your views um, or... yeah yeah my, my views or just religion in general. yeah yeah no, I only say that because I'm not I'm not like a, a practicing Christian. Mm. Um like I haven't been to church in ages. Mm. I know that's not all it takes to be a Christian, but I just don't know enough about scripture and everything. Mm. But I can say that the church can either be really, really good for your mental health or mm. it can do the opposite effect. Like I've been to churches where there is a real family vibe, family mm. feel. First that's not appropriate for everybody, but um it's like I feel like the support in that particular church mm. is something I've never seen before mm. in all the churches I've been to like that church I really feel like there's that whole community mm. feeling I feel like you you know you have that support you're not alone um however there's also other churches where they're very judgmental mm. and also they put pressure on you mm-hmm. um so i remember there was a church that i went to when i was younger this was i think i was about 16 17 and they it's like i, I they asked who wanted to uh, be saved mm. and i was i was there and I forgot how they phrased it, but something something made me put my hand up. But I felt like it was like a, a pressure okay. and they didn't... I'm not expecting someone to, to explain what that meant, but I didn't know the gravity of it mm. until like afterwards. Mm. So I was like, so I was like, yeah, I've been saved. But it's like, what does that actually mean? Mm. And it's like, from that point, it was a, oh, are you coming to the pastor's house to do this? Oh eh? yeah. I even have my own house on bills. <laughs> Please. Oh, we have Bible study. Can you come on, on Thursday? No, I can't come. Why can't you come? And it's like What? Yeah. It was like very much uh Hell what's no. going on here? Hell yeah. No. What's what's all of this? What's the meaning of this? <laughs> so I was just like, okay. Um Yeah, so I I'm I'm I feel don't, like don't you go to church? Pardon? Don't you go to church? No, I haven't been. Last time I went was probably 
early last year, mm. maybe the year before. Um. So yeah, it, there's a very fine line, I mm. guess, between encouraging mm. youth into the church and then making it feel like it's forced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I mean? Um. So I feel, I feel like when it does come to mental health issues. I don't know about youth churches, but mm. I know that the older generation definitely feel like you can pray it away. And that's just... Yeah, that's like, not that's not helpful for anybody. It's so painful because it's like some people need medical assistance. Yeah. Some people, but you're just telling them, yeah. don't, don't use that, don't go to mm. the doctor, pray it. Yeah. I strongly believe though that God in my life has helped me tremendously. Yeah. And like me having faith really and truly Mm. does keep me going. It really does make me think I have someone, I have like, I really, someone really and truly does have my back. Yeah. Because I think, look at all the awful things I've been through. Mm. Look how God has like maneuvered it. He's he's done a 360, like he's still there. And I've had like a bit of a, not, not complex relationship with God, but like, I think I've always been, I've always had faith. Mm. But when I was younger, it was very much like, as as most of us, most black people yeah. in this country, we were forced to go to church on yeah. Sundays. And um, then I remember finding out that one of the churches I went to in East London, the pastor was, was molesting the, the girls there. Uh, and he went to prison. I think he went to prison. Anyways. I think I, think yeah. I have heard of this story. Before, that actually. put me off, and he's back out, isn't he? Is he? I think. Well, if it's the same church, mm. there's a pastor that's literally the church has supported him, and like even while he was in prison. Oh, for fuck! And he's me. come out, and he's back. Preaching. God's not even supporting him, mate. Yeah, exactly. God. After that, even at a very young age, I must have been like maybe twelve. Yeah, I lost faith in churches. Like literally, I lost faith. Like when we went to another church. I kind of felt like the pastor was like using people for money. Mm. I remember we one there was a woman that we knew and she paid like a grand in tights. Wow. And he was like, this is why she's a good woman. Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, and I just, I knew, even as a teenager, I knew that this was wrong. Mm. I knew it was wrong. Um, and then when they started to put like the card details on this envelope. Oh yeah. I started yeah. to feel like this is wrong. Like this, um, yeah. And it's not right. even when you'd put tight money, I remember my dad would be like, no, 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 put more, put more. And then I remember the, the pastor was now driving the fanciest cars. Mm, stopped, that's what I hate. I hate yeah, that. I stopped going to that church because I just felt like I, I've not with that. Then when I went to uni, I started to, there was a few people around me who were very like... Religious. Yeah, religious, like yeah. proper religious. And I kind of felt like, it made me feel like I was very like a wild child. Like a party animal, even though I probably wasn't. Like I was just an average student. Yeah, of and I met, I kind of felt like ungodly, mm. and like because I had sex once. Yeah. I can like I was made to feel like not not worthy of God. Yeah, or I don't know. It took me a while to realize that that's not that's not that ain't it. Mm. That that ain't it. And the wildest thing was. Then I'd start finding out all this gossip that these people are the craziest beings doing the mm-hmm. maddest things on mm-hmm. campus. Mm-hmm. The maddest. <laughs> the slaggers or the slags? 
<laughs> but um, I think after that, that's when I realized, yeah, I just me you and, can't listen to anybody. Trust me, you, you know the people that are talking the most are doing the most. Trust me, it's always it's trust always. Me. So me and my relationship with God is I talk to God like yeah. I pray. I try to at least pray once a day. Mm. I have like Bible apps that just. Mm have scriptures on it like daily scriptures um every single morning i listen to gospel mm. when i'm at work and i can't i'm just like why am i even here i just listen to gospel when someone tries it with me gospel <laughs> i just listen to gospel all the time i just sing the words really like good. gospel is the one gospels has helped me so much that that it's helped me reconnect with god and with my faith and just like also there's there's a there's another element where I just feel like, I just feel like churches and some scriptures are so dated. Yeah, very, very, very. And certain Christians and their mindset is just like, in 2019. Mm. Like, I'll never forget when these Christians were going off about um, the LGBT community and yeah. saying what they're doing is wrong. And... And I'm just like, because apparently in the Bible it says that God says it's only man and woman or whatever. Mm. And I'm like, a scripture that was written when? Mm -hmm. And by a a man. Like, come on. Let's be real. When when I say to people, like I've said before, like, oh, like, is the Bible truly a word of God? I'm like, I, I, I... I really don't think so. Like people just, are like, oh, oh, no. oh. But, then, but but it's like, no. let's be real. Take it with a pinch of salt. Man. Yeah, you you have to. Mm. Like I definitely believe in God. Mm. Me and God mm. have a very good relationship. Mm. He's got me through a lot of mm. hard times. But if we're being real, there's certain things in the Bible where it doesn't it, transcend into yeah, like it doesn't. It, and this is why people say things like, oh, um, the Bible's contradictory. There's hypocrisy in there, this, that and the other. Because it's been influenced by by man. Mm. Because men mm-hmm. have been putting mm-hmm. this in mm-hmm. there, putting a bit of that, putting mm-hmm. a bit of this. Mm-hmm. and To suit it, them. Yeah, to suit them. To suit the society at the time. Mm-hmm. But like, what, what annoys me is I see, I see certain Christians like, oh, you know, for example, that Ariana Grande song, God is a Woman. Yeah. I saw one tweet, I'll never forget it. You and someone I knew, someone I went to school with mm. retweeted and I was like, is this what you're thinking? <laughs> is this your mindset? <laughs> um, it, the tweet was something like, you lot are, are putting, are pressuring us, forcing us to listen to this God is a woman or forcing us to believe that God is a woman. First, you are forcing us to believe the LGBT com- community that they're, it's a real thing and i'm just like if you're taking the word of if you're taking the bible as really and truly what it is yeah women shouldn't be at work yeah like but these same men they'll be happy for the woman to be working happy and if the woman asks him for money yeah it'll be calling you trash calling you a gold digger the 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 hip hop can't even say the word <laughs> but Just that's what i don't like as well the people that yeah. be quoting and the the, the and whatever, whatever. Them. yes whatever, whatever suits, suits them whatever and suits I, I see some I but see when some. your balls deep in somebody you're not quoting yeah. scripture then mm. they're not of course not we're not opening their yeah their yanch for everybody 
But it's it's LGBT community that's wrong. Exactly. Yeah, open your yash. Live your life. But I swear the, I swear there's a scripture that says you shouldn't open your yash. <laughs> Please stop saying it like that. <laughs> I, that it, it just it just frustrates me when people they use the Bible, yeah, the way they want to. But I'm telling you, and it's always always the LGBT community, yeah, that get that get that get. But it I'm most. telling you right but now, they're doing a the madness. They're doing fraud. They're, you're banging you're fraud. fraud. I'm telling you right now, if I use the Bible on you, you're finished because I'm pretty sure <laughs> that you broke all of the Ten Commandments. <laughs> I'm sorry, what, but how can you say all ten? Do you know what's wild? <laughs> I swear in the Bible it says don't lie. I think so. It says it says don't steal. Yeah, it says best stuff. D- like yeah, don't steal. And must I sw- honor your mother and father. I swear, I swear, there's a bit that says um, one sin doesn't matter how big a sin is. Yeah, well, it's all, all sins equal. are equal. Yeah, but people make 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 it as if one sin it mm-hmm. is colossal than the other. Yeah. It's very interesting. Very. And that's why, honestly, I I, I can't... I, I have to take a lot of it with a pinch of mm. salt. So I've stayed away from churches that are very... I, I guess emotive. Mm. Like um, the ones that use a lot of emotive and colourful language because I feel a lot of the time... <sighs> Okay, I'm going a bit too deep into this, but mm. I, I watched a documentary the other day. Mm. It's it's a very old documentary, <clears throat> but it's Darren Brown again, and Ugh. he create he I wouldn't say created, but he just got a man off the street mm. and said, "You're going to be a pastor in America, and you're going to heal people." And you saw the techniques that they use, so they rely a lot on adrenaline mm. so they build um adrenaline in these people so for example if you say that your foot's hurting mm. the whole um sermon before that would be very emotive they use emotive language you know they raise mm. their voice you know when they speak yeah, loudly I don't like that. yeah it gives you it gives you adrenaline mm. so like if someone it scares me yeah so if if someone does that mm. and they're telling you your foot is healed you can walk better. You, the adrenaline in your system um, numbs the pain. So for that second, you will feel like you're better. That's bad. Do you know what I mean? So I, I tend to steer away from churches that rely on emotion and stuff. Mm. That, that's why people faint and, and all of that stuff. Obviously, I'm not going to tell. I think people are fainting because the speaker's too loud. <laughs> And because the pastor's no, mic, stop it, stop it, stop that's it. That's why people are afraid because it's too hot. Some some churches have no yeah, aircon. It's, yeah, it's it's a lot of different stuff, a lot of different techniques, and um, I, I tend to stay stay away from churches that are very emotive and ones that do too much singing. Sorry, not not to be rude, not to disrespect oh, anyone's geez. church, but you know the ones that it's like they have a lot or like they have about ten songs. In one, see, I, I don't mind. I don't mind singing churches. Yeah, yeah, I, but that's me. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I tend, there tends to be a common theme with them. Mm. That that's the only reason why I say that, and it reminds me a lot of that church mm. w- where I felt forced mm. and judged 
So it reminds me a lot of that church. Mm. So this church that I was talking about where it's like very family orientated, supportive and stuff, it's scripture yeah. and scripture alone. And I appreciate that because as much as I might feel like, oh, you know, I can't, I have to take the Bible with a pinch of mm. salt. I appreciate the fact that they're not trying to be flowery and yeah. colourful. Whatever they say, mm. it is actually from the scripture. Mm. They're not trying to do too much. Mm. They're not making it feel like you're obligated mm. to to give money. They're not then sp- splashing that cash in your face mm. with the pastor driving a Bentley. They're not doing all of that. So that is probably the church or mm. those kind of churches that I would probably resonate mm. with more. Mm. Um, but back to, to what you were saying, I feel like that whole narrative of praying away mm. mental mm. illness it is very 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 dangerous mm. and I feel like why don't people see it as God has created life God has created mm. doctors medicine I swear the medicines are there for you to use there's a scripture that says um what's it about helping I can't I can't use the the yeah. words that that that's yeah. in there but it's basically like let me help you yeah. So like God has, as you said, has yeah. has given us doctors, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. He's helping us. He's leading us to them essentially. Yeah. But yeah. um yeah, I was, I was gonna say the other day I was listening to a scripture at work or a sermon at work, sorry. And I don't want to say the pastor's name, but he was like basically saying it was like about relationships. Mm. And it was just like, oh, this is just fucked up, man. Yeah. It was like just basically talking to women. Yeah, and it's always tell, the woman, always telling telling women how to get ready for your future husband, how to how to mm-hmm. find them, and it's just like how to submit. Yeah, and it's never about a man, never. And that leads me on to R. Kelly. Yeah, um, I saw a tweet yesterday, and he said, "Women, we need to t- we need to tell our daughters about these kind of, um, you know, these kind of men." We need to educate them <laughs> into not being manipulative. Um, manipula- it just makes me so oh, angry. I can't, I can't use language. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually watching Brent as well. <laughs> and our Kelly's on the screen. I'm so vexed. I feel sick. Um, um, and then I saw um, Will Smith's wife. What's her name again? Jada. Jada. Yeah. And she put a tweet saying, no, Instagram picture. Me and Willow watched a documentary last night. All these things just, 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 just prove we're the still responsibility not, is always on women. On women. Why wasn't why wasn't the picking what's his name? Um <laughs> what's his name now? Willow and Jaden. Oh uh, Jaden. Why wasn't Jaden watching a film too? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody should be watching it. Will should even be and watching it. I'm like, it. is this is this all a performance? Like what what why do people feel like because Jada to me, she's presented herself as quite intelligent. But the thing so is, so it's like, why? Why is that what she's? The thing is, I get why she's made her watch it. Yeah, and like kudos to her because that course, must have yeah. been so difficult for for that girl to watch. Yeah, but and I and I really respect her. But if you're if you're really trying to encourage people to 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 change their mindset, change the way they educate their it's, children, it's everybody, all of the kids to be watching. Yeah, it. I'm sorry. Yeah, everybody, everybody, and controversially i'm saying this but men more so absolutely because i think men should watch it because then it's like okay i now if i see some some dodgy shit going on with my mm. friends that are doing dodgy shit i should i yeah, should be calling I can, it out and men listen to other men that's mm-hmm. that's 
what we have learned in mm. this society mm-hmm. is fucked up. But a man getting blasted by his boys, mm-hmm. that's probably the most powerful mm-hmm. tool that we have in the world. Mm-hmm. If we if, if we are really going to try and make change, mm-hmm. we need men to mm-hmm. make other men accountable. Mm-hmm. Because so when women try to make men accountable, no. huh? They're, what? they're not listening. They're not having it. No. But even that documentary, I could only watch part two of six. Because I was just like, I'm not mentally equipped to watch this whole Yeah, thing. me as well. I, I, I decided I'm not even going to force myself to watch it. And that's self-care. Yeah, it's self-care. Don't, don't. It's okay it's, not it's, to watch it's it. It's traumatic. It truly I'm sorry, is. It, is. Cause it just it just re it just it just reminds me that we're not we're not listened to as black girls. Mm. When we say things, no one cares. Nope. No one wants to listen to us. No. Sexualized and and, and just seen as a sexual object for such a young mm-hmm. age, it's nasty. Mm-hmm. I was just watching it just with, with utter disgust mm. and utter shame with people who just say stuff like, oh, it's because he's a black man. That's why all this heat is on him right now. What about the white men who did it, who did similar things? Everybody, yeah. should, be, everybody should be arrested. Everybody should be in jail. Everybody, all of them. Don't you want them all to go to jail? Yep. They all need to go to jail. I don't get how someone could say, how someone can really say, nah, let's not vilify mm. R. Kelly because white people are doing it And the bangers. Yeah. Because it's got bangers. Yeah, yeah. White like that, 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 that horrible man on Twitter that was like, oh, everybody's saying let's cancel R. Kelly and this is me. And he was singing along really? to, to um, that happy song, Step in the Name of Love or whatever. I'm just like, what, what are you proving right That's now? Embarrassing. It's you're embarrassing. embarrassing. You're, you're a dickhead. Mm. Like honestly, you're, you're just telling the world you're a dickhead. Literally. And for what? Mm. Because you At couldn't just keep scrolling. Is R. Kelly your, your dad? <laughs> no, but why? Why? Why are you going so hard? Why? Why? It's, why it's are you doing this? It's very interesting. It's very like I've just had. To, I've, I've muted R. Kelly. I've muted the hashtag. Mm. It's too heavy. Because yeah. then it starts to make me think. Oh man, I need to go back to therapy. Because yeah. a lot of stuff I've not dealt with. There's a lot of. It's like, uh, mm. and it makes me so sad because when I was watching it, his ex-wife is 40. I think she's 40. And she was saying, there's so much stuff that I can't even physically say. Wow. I was like, so many women are dealing with this. Yeah, I, I feel like the story is so much more common. Mm. And that's why you do see celebrities i know this is kind of unrelated but related but even the fact that a lot of people continued to work with chris brown after what he did yeah, to rihanna yeah i'm mm. sorry i can't listen to his music yeah i just i'm I, just like like there was an lma song drake especially he's on the oh. cusp of being cancelled i know i'd really struggle to cancel him but he's on the cusp what the hell because why why are you making you, music with chris brown have you, seen the word chris you don't brown? even need to you, you, you actually, there's have, no justification. Have you seen the way Chris Brown is looking nowadays? He's he's on crack. He looks. Let me he, he's 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 on he's on a a a lot of drugs. It looks like he looks bad. It doesn't even look like one drug. It looks like a lot. There was an LMA song that was playing on one Insta Babes um music uh, picture. She was showing her hair, and you know when they play music in the background, yeah. and I was like, oh, what's this song? 
Mm. So I googled the lyrics now. It said LMA feet Chris Brown. I said it's not even worth it. <laughs> I don't need to know. That. I was fine before I knew the song. Like mm. I don't even. I don't need to listen to it. And that's how you know God doesn't fuck with him because how can you still be making the same tunes you're making in two thousand and twelve? Chris Brown. Uh, two thousand and two. Chris Brown hasn't been the same since. God doesn't love you. No, he he's not. To me, he's not. He's not remorseful. I, yes, Chris Brown is talented. He can dance, but there's so many other mm-hmm. good artists out there. Mm-hmm. They might be doing shit behind closed doors, but I haven't heard it yet. Oh god, that's the thing that's mm-hmm. scary, isn't it? Mm-hmm. The fact that there's probably so many Chris Browns mm-hmm. and R. Kelly's out there, but mm-hmm. we're just not gonna find out. We're just not gonna know. Um, moving on to UK, yeah. On a lighter note. Yeah, on a lighter note. Let's yeah. Let's talk about some, some bad, yeah. things. Um, what's, does this Twitter page called UKT? Oh, I love it. So. I actually love it. So they tweeted that Aaliyah J. Yeah. You know the, the, B, yeah. Yeah, yeah. uh, girl, beauty, girl. Yeah. Has a boyfriend. Mm. And I was generally like, is this how low we've gotten? <laughs> this isn't news. No, but that wasn't it. Apparently, it was the present that she got him that was causing a furore. Yeah, but she's got money. What's, what's, what's yeah. the... But, but I didn't see what that... Let's, let's not even talk deal. about the money. Are you telling me yeah. that us, us commoners, me, yeah, yeah, a peasant, yeah, yeah. cannot afford football boots, uh, 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 hotel, a hotel room, and a helicopter trip? Yes. And everyone's making a big deal like, oh, this is how you treat... No, but that's what that's what suggests so that's this okay. So when I first saw it, I was like, okay, okay, now what? Yeah. Is this it? But this, this, like, this is where this the bar is. How, is. This is how low. Yeah. This is this the bar, the bar is in hell, literally. This is how low it's gotten. Like initially I was like, are we getting excited because she's got a boyfriend? Or Yeah, you didn't you didn't even understand it. I didn't understand <laughs> if I'll be completely honest with you. And then then it then it led on to a conversation of uh, men saying on Twitter. Oh, this is yeah. As you said, this is yeah. how to. This is how you spoil your man. Women should be treated. Women fucking do so much for men. You unappreciative swines. What? But that guy, what's his name, Jay Andreas? After that, he he put a tweet saying, "Oh, like all banter aside, what have you women done for your man?" And I'm sorry, but the one that made me physically sick mm-hmm. was the one where she said she bought her man. Yeah. A forty thousand pound car because he didn't have one, and he said that they could go on more more dates if he had a car. I'm sorry, but are they going? Of course not. Of course not. One woman bought um gave her gave her man um, deposit money. Women are because men instead of getting your own house, she 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 says she doesn't have a house. But that's the thing. A lot of men, some men have okay. Fair do some men have not manipulative manipulative. Yeah, <laughs> manipulated. <laughs> I can't say it. Manipulated. Yeah. Oh God, I can't even say that word. Some women, but a lot of men. A lot of men have. Yeah. For them to like, for example, if you get me this car, we'll go on more dates. I'll be around more. But I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, Sis. I, I have a lot of empathy for a lot of people. I'm a very empathetic person, but something is doing you. But if for for but you that's to the thing. You're, you, you must have money. That's that's all I can say. No, but some people don't. But the thing is, Vicky, that- listen. Sorry, sorry. I can't. <coughs> I can't even hear it. I can't even justify it. I can't. Sorry. Let's just say 
You're earning, you're earning a decent amount of money. That, 30 grand. 30 grand a year. Let's say, girl, let's say you're on that wage. Okay, go on then. 40 grand car. She's in debt. For a man. Just, did you not win? Not even for, for us. For him. For him. For him. Nah. Did some, you read what? Something is doing. One girl me. said she's in, she's in 10 grand worth of debt yeah. right now. And she's still getting car fines. Car fines? You know what? Me, I'm sorry. I'll take you Maybe this is incriminating myself. But if that was ever happening, I'm finding where you are. I'm finding the car and I'm going to destroy it. <laughs> so it is written off. So we've, we've both lost. Because I can't be the only yeah, loser. Yeah, I, I cannot. I cannot. I can't be the only We're both loser. losing. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You cannot. You cannot. Take 10 grand from me. Still getting car fans. So you're parking wherever you want. You're speeding wherever you want. Yeah. So that I can pay. Nah. Have I not paid enough? You want me to suffer more? But that's the thing. When, when nah. people go in, oh, women don't spoil men. I remember one, one disgusting man was treating me like rubbish. Mm. And I was going to use, I was, I didn't have money. Mm. I was always in my overdraft and I was going to buy this guy one expensive jersey. 60 Mm-mm. pounds. Mm-mm. That that would have meant that I wouldn't have eat, eaten for a week. At least you saw the light. Can you At least you saw the light. But the thing honestly. is, women do that on the regs. No, it happens a lot. Honestly. Honestly. I'm not trying to say that I've never done such, but not to that extent. Like, don't get us wrong or me wrong. Mm. I'm not trying to say don't spoil your man in quotation mm. marks or don't buy things for your man because I saw a lot of people saying this is why we don't buy things for men obviously I take it in mm. jest but it's not it's about what what are you what are you getting in return mm. because a lot of these stories it just seemed like they were it's literally getting you. screwed over mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's like if you're mutually spoiling each other then it's all good you need to realise it's mutual yeah you need to figure out what, what, what am I getting out of this I think that's and, and secondly, and secondly, how would you feel if your mum or your sister asked you that same question? Would you still be buying your mum a forty grand car? Because if the answer is no, then they something wouldn't. is seriously, seriously wrong. They wouldn't. But that's that's where we go again mm. with the whole society image gang. Yeah, you want to buy your your man a ten k car, and, and it's like then you have to think: car. is it because you you really want a ring? Is that why you're doing it? You don't get it. Yeah, because you have to think. What? Why? Why? Why are they doing it? You wouldn't do it for your mom or your brother or your sister, but mm. you're doing it for a man just so he can take you bowling. Hmm. I don't know, but I guess also the entire world, including Liam Payne, as in One Ghana. Direction, went to Ghana. Yeah, I actually feel like I want to go. Well, to be fair, I have been trying to go for ages because really? I don't know if you knew knew, but like a few of my. Well, two of my uncles and one of my aunts moved to Ghana. Like, I didn't know that. Three, four years ago. Mm. Um, so like, yeah, they've set up home there. Um, so we've been trying to plan mm. a visit to go there and see what it's like. And I think it's Cape Coast, like where mm. the slaves were held mm. and stuff. So it's like we, we're trying to get a, a family trip going, mm. but all these places are expensive, B. Now it's going to be... Yeah. As soon as I saw One Direction was, I said, that's it, price, the, 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 the price, price next year. The price has gone up. It's yep. gone up. Yeah. But yeah, I missed out, man. 
I know. Everybody, you know, like everyone was having the time of their lives. Maybe December 2019. I don't in think Jesus it's going to be the same. In Jesus' name. You know when you know it's not going to be the same? It will be the same in Jesus' name. Hmm. <laughs> right, we out, Cher. Yeah, we out. If you guys were affected by anything we said on yeah. the podcast today, um, I know we spoke about um, depression and the whole R. Kelly thing, and it could be a bit triggering. Um, feel free to holler at the Samaritans at uh, 123-116. One one six one two three. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> you there? You there? Don't worry. All right. Yeah, we are. Yeah.